Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Wednesday, October 9th, 2019. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. This morning's article comes from livable.com. The headline reads, Homes are being built at a relentless pace in Canada. Here's why it's still not enough. Canadian home building continues to beat expectations through the early fall. When you take a good, hard look at the economic fundamentals driving the pace of activity, it shouldn't come as a surprise that builders are still having trouble satisfying buyer demand in some parts of the country. Housing starts, defined as when a builder constructs, begins construction on a single unit of housing, took a small dip in September, but remained at a relentless level, according to a BMO Economics Research note published today. BMO economist Robert Kavcic says the data, which is released each month by the, Can uh, by the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, CMHC, reflects strong demographic demand both from international inflows and new households created within Canada. That may, may sound a bit jargony, but what Kavcic is saying is Canadian home builders aren't overdoing it. There's genuine demand for the homes being constructed, and this historically elevated level of building is unlikely to lead to a glut in empty, unsold homes down the line. TD economist Rishi Sondi, who also published a note on the housing starts today, agrees that market fundamentals are justifying the high pace of home building. He goes on to rhyme off a few more noteworthy drivers of housing demand, including low mortgage rates, healthy job markets, and programs to promote more rental unit construction. On the topic of population growth, he adds that Canada's population growth rate rose at the fastest pace in almost 30 years in the third quarter of this year. All that is to say, there are many powerful forces at play that continue to keep home builders moving at this relentless pace. So home building activity is strong from a historical perspective, but is it enough? Not everyone thinks so, at least not when it comes to the often prohibitively expensive Toronto market. Following the release of their own market data last week, Toronto Real Estate Board President Michael Collins and Chief Market Analyst Jason Mercer noted that the city's home buyers would undoubtedly benefit from more housing supply, with particular attention paid to the underserved low-rise segment of the market. Further, RBC economist Robert Hogue flagged rental unit construction as a segment of the market that continues to come up short in cities like Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal. While there's a demand gap in all of these markets, Toronto is the only city that is not going to come close to bridging the gap in the next five years unless the pace of rental building increases substantially. There are few reasons to believe your fortunes as a financially strained Toronto renter will change over the next few years. But zooming out to the national level, 
It also isn't totally set in stone that the current relentless rate of Canadian home building will stay so high flying for, for long. While it's true that market fundamentals appear to be conspiring to keep housing humming along in Canada, the global economic backdrop is deteriorating, writes TD's Sondi. Uncertainty over Brexit, political turbulence in the U.S., and Trump-led, a Trump-led trade war with China, and an ever-present threat of global recession are all reasons to be wary of anyone who says the good times are sure to keep rolling for the Canadian housing market. Man, this guy is interesting because he just quoted... <laughs> some are, like He just talked about the crazy pace of... Um, I guess he really didn't emphasize that. Population growth is way outpacing... Um, new construction starts. Toronto's getting, according to the RBC, Toronto's getting 60,000 new condo units and only 5,000 new rental units. Those condo units are probably, uh, the majority of them are going to be luxury. So they're anything but affordable. And if this buddy... Um, is that a guy? Sean. Sean McKay. If he's harping on the expensive, you know, real estate market in Toronto and hoping for, what, how's this? Um, well, he doesn't put it. Oh, yeah, the deteriorating economic backdrop. <laughs> Sounds like he's banking on a deteriorating economic backdrop and is weary of anyone who says the good times are sure to keep on rolling for Canada housing market. I mean, there's nothing to say that Canada is going to keep going to continue to be prosperous, except for the amount of immigration into into Canada from um, from other countries, and then the immigration, uh, the migration in Canada, uh, particularly into southern Ontario, into Toronto. It's, there is no measured indication that this is going to slow down unless something drastic happens, okay? And there's been tensions for a long time now. Brexit has been, like, in fact, if Brexit happens, Canada could see more immigration (laughs) because it's going to be harder for people to get into London, Political turbulence with the U.S. in the U.S. means more attention on Canada, more people wanting to come to Canada from the U.S. A Trump-led trade war in China means China wants to trade more with Canada. And an ever-present threat of global recession, while Canada's job market continues to be strong and our GDP continues to grow at a at a healthy pace, inflation isn't isn't going insane and we still have companies looking at our major markets as um, viable expansion opportunities.
So, anyway. Now that that rant is over, sorry. It's really interesting um, that they're, that TD and the CMHC are, are kind of, or that, I guess, are TDs framing this as, as relentless. Uh, I, it's not enough. That's clear. Like, the housing supply is not meeting the demand in the Toronto area. There might be a glut in, like, Alberta or Edmonton, but in Toronto right now, it's a very different market. We can't build units fast enough. Um, I'm actually going to, or I am, I'm reaching out to home builders and developers because I want to start talking to them and I want to bring them on the podcast. I want to hear what their experiences are like, what their frustrations are. How easy is it? How hard is it for them to get funding? How easy is it for them to sell their finished products or pre-sell their product? What are they going for? Why are they going for... Why are they building what they're building and why aren't they building like higher density stuff? Would they hope to build higher density stuff? These are the kind of questions I want to ask them. So if you know any developers or builders who would love to have a chat about that, uh, email me. R-E-Coffee at joelarnt.ca so that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a and connect me with someone who uh, you know who I can talk to who I can call if you have any comments on Canada's economic position if you think I'm flat wrong and Canada's headed for economic meltdown I'd love to know why not to make fun of you I promise I'd love to have a conversation with you and, and pick your brain because you obviously know something that I don't or you have an angle on this that I'm completely missing. And I, I, would, I, I genuinely would like to hear your side of the story and ask some, some you know, difficult questions. But uh, if I come off as condescending, I'm going to work on that. I don't want to come off as condescending towards this author. I just, it's interesting that he just writes an article about the, this relentless pace of home building that still isn't satisfying the demand and he finishes it with being worried about the deteriorating economic backdrop that really only points to Canada doing stronger now that's just my opinion okay so I don't mean to be condescending but the equation he's and this is what's happening in a, in a lot of writing I've been seeing lately. The equations they are mapping out, the stories they are telling, don't equate with the conclusions that they're coming up with at the end. People, because media have put such a focus on the trade war, and there's not, it's not to say that that's not affecting things, but because there's such a focus on that, the everybody's afraid of a recession I guess or they want to be the ones to predict the next great recession because it's we've had such a sweet run and I don't know but with everybody predicting recession like that doesn't make any sense either so this is just another article in a long line of recession predictors that 
are trying to pull stories that just don't exist where it's like oh yeah like canada's got this crazy pace of development and it's not meeting demand but recession's coming anyway so we can't keep going at this pace stick to the numbers anyway okay i'm ranting again i want to talk to home builders and developers i'd love to hear their story i'm going to be reaching out but if you know someone email me or share this episode with them send it over to them if you know anyone else who has strong opinions on this share this episode with them as well and i'd love to hear their take on it Now, on November 9th, I'm going to be at the Wealth Hacker Conference in Toronto. It is a conference for anybody who is interested in hacking all the traditional routes to wealth. I'm uh, excited to meet a whole whack of other people who are interested in financial independence, interested in making money, interested in business and real estate and investing. I'm also excited to learn from a lot of the speakers there, especially the headliner, Grant Cardone. Now, I got a bit of a discount when I bought my ticket, so I can actually pass that on. If you want to check it out, wealthhacker.ca. There are three ticket options. Pick your seat. Well, not actually pick your seat, but pick your ticket. And you can enter the promo code REALWEALTH. All one word. So wealthhacker.ca, discount code REALWEALTH, all one word, and you'll get 10% off your ticket. If you're going, let me know. Email me or comment under wherever you find this podcast, if it was on social media. Uh, and I'd love to meet up. I'd love to uh, meet up with, with you folks at the conference. All right. Have a good Wednesday.